breaking news. Uh, this is kind of old news, you know, known about news, kind of. It is what it is. I'm just going to address it. Something that's been in the news as of late. Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres, comedian, talk show host, uh, actor as well. I believe she had her own sitcom at one point. The Ellen Show or The Ellen DeGeneres Show or something along those lines. Actor, comedian, television host, Ellen DeGeneres. Well, she's in a, bit, a little bit of hot water as of late. A little bit of hot water. Um, allegations. Um, the Ellen Show. Ellen. Apparently, there is a lot of um, toxicity in the work environment. You know? Allegations of sexual misconduct against several of the writing staff, producers. And then just a narrative of toxicity in regards to Ellen's demeanor and management style. Very demeaning, condescending, cold. These are some of the allegations. And you know what? Hey, we all know of um, the discomfort and unfairness of a toxic work environment. Nothing worse. One of the worst things in life is being chained to a job or workplace where it's just negative. Now, you always have the choice in which to quit, but people... People do have responsibilities and they can't just go out in a blaze of glory a lot of times. There are things to consider. But suffice to say, yeah, it can be a very trying thing working in a place where ugh, everybody's at each other's throat, negativity. Some of the accusations that came up against Ellen in particular, uh, a bodyguard, I believe, you know, this is all gossip and paraphrasing, by the way. Um, can we ever take anything literally when it comes to celebrity news? How the fuck do we know? We weren't there. So this is all gossip and conjecture. But basically, some of the allegations were like a bodyguard, a bodyguard of hers claimed she wouldn't look him in the eye or greet him or thank him. Uh, situations where... Ellen allegedly has a very sensitive nose. Kind of ironic for a lesbian. <clears throat> but, um, you know, apparently Ellen has a bit of a sensitive nose, schnoz. So, you know, she's got a bit of a delicate schnoz. And she's got like a policy where it's like, if you come to her door, her office to speak to her, you know, there's like a bowl of chewing gum. So you got to fucking chew some chewing gum. You gotta fucking chew up a wad of chewing gum just to get in to see the fucking thing to begin with. So now you gotta chew the damn chewing gum. And then if you go in there and if fucking Ellen takes a whiff, you know, if Ellen catches a bad whiff off of you, that delicate schnoz of hers, that lesbian schnoz, she catches a fucking, you know, inopportune scent off of you, you know, a fucking disgruntled scent. You could be sent home to take a shower. What kind of fucking dictatorship is that? 
you know? I'm going to deem whether or not you smell good or not. And you know what? Let's let's give some of these people the benefit of the doubt, you know? Like, uh, we're talking Hollywood here. We're talking, you know, a very aesthetic, uh, hierarchy, social status type of work environment. Like, what kind of vagrants are she, is she hiring? Like, what are the chances that any of these people actually smell terrible enough where it's like, you are so out of your mind with your body odor, I got to demean you in front of everybody and send you home. Like, it's pretty ridiculous, right? You know, so like, those are some of the things, allegations, the gossip about her. Brad Garrett of Everybody Loves Raymond, you know, uh... He posted a tweet on Twitter saying something along the lines of, and again, I'm paraphrasing, but this is basically the point he said. He goes, uh, allegations of toxicity in the Ellen work environment. Nothing new here. These are stories that have been known. Something along those lines. I'm paraphrasing the fuck out of it. But it was something like, uh, that's what he said. Toxicity in the Ellen work environment. These are well-known. These are well-known stories. So yeah, Brad Garrett of Everybody Knows Raymond. One of the most vocal celebrities, you know, to speak out against Ellen. And some of her management style, attitude, work pr workplace practices on her show so yeah that's like uh what's kind of going on with it those are like the allegations and apparently she might even be leaving her show she's saying that she wants out she's done she feels um hurt and you know she feels like it's against what she has built as a brand you know she's against any sort of disrespect and prejudice and mistreatment so yeah those are some of the allegations well the flip side to that what i see is you know okay well first of all a lot of these allegations are pretty flimsy you know what i mean it's pretty flimsy oh ellen is uh kind of cold and kind of distant well, all these people, um, you know, one thing about show business is, you know, performing, it's, it's, it's not back-breaking labor. It's not like you're on a chain gang. It's not like you're, you know, pushing a boulder uphill, but it's work in the sense of energy. Every time I step off, every, every time, see, look. And give me the stumbling, bumbling, mumbling. Every time I step in front of this camera, you know, my intention is to be as good as I can be. I don't want to bomb. I don't want to fuck up. I don't want to look bad on camera and put this out. You know, I want it to be the best at all times. And that takes energy. And a person like Ellen, 24-7, the fan base that she's built up over like 30 plus years of a career, you know, like she's got people at her, people coming at her constantly. Oh my God, Ellen, 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 right? 
maybe after all that time, she's decided that, you know what? She's got to compartmentalize her energy if she's going to conserve it to get through the day, to get through a situation, to get through a taping. And maybe she views her coworkers as equals, not as sycophants. You know, fan boys and girls who want to fucking nip at her fucking coattails. You know, maybe she sees her bodyguard or security guard and she thinks, okay, that's just another team member. You know, she doesn't have to fucking put on some fake and phony, oh, hi, how you doing? And talk them up. Like maybe she's just like, okay, look, I'm tired. You do, you do your job and guard me. Do your security job. I'll do my job. And together we get paid. Like maybe that's what she's thinking. Like, you know, let him do his fucking job. Make sure the place is secure. And then let me as Ellen do my job and go host my show and be, you know, gracious, funny, dancing, entertaining. You know? Like she's got a big fan base. Like basically why this story is of great interest as well is this is the top of the pile, folks. This is A-list, like Ellen DeGeneres in terms of show business. He can't get much bigger than that. Like her show is like, it's a mega show that has like stars, celebrity power, political power. I believe she's even had like, you know, she has in the arena of politics, entertainment, whatever, public celebrity. Doesn't get much higher than that. You know? So, and I also know for myself as a comedian, you know, on a, you know, on a humbler level, I've, I've hosted my own shows, comedy nights. And what I started to realize is, oh, wow, a lot of people, they come with expectations. They come with an open palm, but they're not really, they're not willing to give anything. You know, they, they come, they come to take. You know, as a comedian uh, on the uh, on the upswing, as a comedian on the come up, it's very hard. It's very hard to get opportunity because everybody's clamoring for that spot. Everybody's clamoring for an opportunity and they're few and far to come by, you know, uh, just to get onto a independent show, you know, like an independent show. There's no industry. There's no payday. There's really nothing there other than just the opportunity to do a good show. Even to get onto a show like that as a up and coming comedian can be tricky because there's so many people banging on the same fucking door, right? So when I was producing my shows, it would blow my mind. I would have like these comics that, you know, granted, I put the ad out. I put an ad on like, you know, at the time I used Facebook. I put an ad on Facebook. Hey, I'm looking for comedians to do my show. And, you know, I would get replies and responses from some of the most arrogant, out of their mind type of fucking people. Just delusional. Coming with all these requests and demands and condescension when it's like, do you not see the forest for the trees? I'm doing you a favor. Like... The whole point of doing a show and producing a show is to like either A, make money or B, get exposed or C, both or D, whatever. But basically like 
the whole point of the show that I was producing was to like, you know, to cultivate more opportunities, basically, because no opportunity is going to walk up and just jump in your lap. So it's like I'm trying to cultivate these opportunities and I'm giving them out. And these people have this attitude when it's like, hey, wait a minute. Like if you if you look closely at our industry, you got to jump through so many hoops, do so many backflips just to get onto the shittiest of shows. You know, you got to suck dick and metaphorically, you got to suck a metaphorical dick. You got to kiss ass. You got to do all this shit just to get on some of the shittiest shows imaginable. And that's just like commonplace in the comedy game. And then there's me. It's like, hey, I open the door to anybody. I treat people with respect. You know, I don't make them kiss my ass. It's like, hey, do you want to do the show? Cool. But yet they come with condescension, showbiz condescension. So like having my experience of that on a humble level, I could totally see how somebody on Ellen's level, the top of the top, like think about it. Every guest that Ellen has on her show, there's probably a hundred chomping at the bit for that spot. And if they don't get that spot, well, now Ellen's a bitch. She's a badass lesbian. You know, she feigns this sense of inclusivity because she's a lesbian and she's really just a, you know, a, a prejudiced, disgruntled, despicable human being. You're not a real lesbian. You know, they come at her with all this like anger and, and resentment and animosity. And it's like they're just there to take. And that's what happens when you become icon status, successful, people be coming for your spot, talking dumb, acting as if like you owe them something. So that's the dichotomy. And that's what I see. On one hand, you know, I'm sure at some point, you know, I really don't know. But you know, obviously, I don't know. Obviously, really, nobody knows. It's not like it's something that can go to court. And if it does, you know, like, your honor, I object. You know, I remember on the night of fucking January 4th, 2005, when Ellen didn't look me in the face and say good morning when I handed her a bagel. Oh my God. Or whatever, right? Like, it's not something that she can, like, I, I, there's no charges. I, I don't know what's going on there at the moment. It's all just kind of talk and gossip uh, in regards to Ellen. She's not like facing any charges or anything or. I don't know, she might quit her show or whatever. I don't know what's going on. But basically the point is like, I could totally see how, you know, she may have been a victim of her own narcissism, her own celebrity, starts thinking that she's a little bit more than anybody else or whatever. Catch an attitude, catch a tude. Maybe she did. The allegations are all pretty simple. Like, oh, she doesn't say hi. She doesn't say goodbye. You know, she her nose is delicate. Maybe she's a cokehead. Who knows, right? Like, what's in our business, right? So it's like, oh, she's got a delicate nose and she doesn't know how to say goodbye or good morning. Okay, I could see that as just some of the swarmy surrounding attitudes of show business. But on the other hand, I could see how people are out to exploit, take advantage, tear down, and, um, you know, resent a person in her position. She's at the top of the game, top of the food chain in terms of like, you know, 
Hollywood Power. That's a major show. And, you know, in this time of pandemic, when everybody has all this time to sit around and stew, all these resentments can come out. And, you know, that's the unfortunate side of people where it's like they don't realize that it's the Ellen show. How many people do you believe show up to work every day at the Ellen show to serve the Ellen show? To serve the Ellen show. You got all these writers, producers, show business industry types with their egos and, you know, this show would be nothing if it wasn't for me. I write for the show and I produce the show and and all their fucking ego. And all their baggage and bullshit. Their ingratitude that, hey, you're on a fucking cash cow. You're on a golden goose. She does like a two-hour, one-hour show five times a week, year-round. It's an established brand. You know, it's going to be, it's in syndication. It's going into the future. It's wildly successful. Why can't you just be happy and take that position? No, you got to infuse your ego into it. And, you know... I'm more than the Ellen Show. I'm not just some producer or camera operator on the Ellen Show. I'm an I'm a artist. They bring their own bullshit and nonsense to the job, and then all of a sudden, Ellen's the bad guy. A lot of people there aren't there to serve the show. They're there for their own reasons. And now that, it's, now that they have the reason to, um, you know, during pandemic, they feel they have a reason to complain and act up or whatever... They're exploiting it. And yet, another interesting aspect of this situation is, for all the claims and and allegations, it's been ongoing now. It's been a... This is kind of an old news story at this point. So it's been ongoing. With all these allegations and stuff going on, where is the defense? You think there would have been a wall of... People coming to the defense of Ellen DeGeneres. She's been in show business for 30 plus years. She's at the top of the heap. You know, after 30 plus years in show business, A-list celebrity, successful talk show at the top of the game. How come there's not like a wall of people coming forward being like, that's bullshit. I love Ellen. Ellen would never do that. She's such a great person. Look at all the charities she's helped. Look at all the people people she's helped. Look at all the careers that she has nurtured and inspired and, you know, assisted. Where's the defense? No one's coming to her defense. It's kind of like Macbeth, you know? It's kind of like Julius Caesar. Caesar salad? You know, so, you know, I see a lot of parallel in there. Um, Some of my humble experiences, as I mentioned, producing my shows. I, I, I can just see that's just the nature of the human being. That's the nature of ego. And, um, you know, it's very interesting stuff. And, um, My takeaway from that is like, you know, basically be a good person. Not because it gets you this or gets you that, because it's like the decent thing to do. Do unto others as you'll have done 
onto yourself. And it's tough because people are garbage. So there you have it, folks. Jonathan Ram Charan, stand-up comedian extraordinaire.